the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following broadcast is brought to you by Sons of God International and Freedom Fellowship Church. Hello, and welcome to the prophetic voice of our time, where we focus on the voice of prophecy, which is the testimony of Jesus Christ. Our host, Christina Sasso, is a senior pastor at Freedom Fellowship Church. Let's hear what she has to say to the body of Christ. Hello, hello. This is Pastor Joshua Sasso with Freedom Fellowship Church and Sons of God Ministries International, and you are listening to the prophetic voice of our time. I want to thank you so much for tuning in, and thank you so much for listening with us today. God has a lot in store for us because we are being called, the body of Christ is being called to the next level. There is so much going on in the world. There's so much turmoil that seems to be going overseas and across the world. But God reigns, and God's will is going to manifest here in the earth. As many of you know, if you've been paying attention to some of the affairs that have been going on overseas, we know in Afghanistan, the Taliban has taken over, and as many as 40,000 Americans got trapped there and left behind. No hope of rescue from our government, completely abandoned by our political leaders. So a few weeks ago, we led the congregation of Freedom Fellowship Church into prayer for the Americans and the Christians in Afghanistan. And we decreed the word of the Lord that God is going to protect them, that he is going to bring deliverance in unexpected places, despite our wicked political leaders, despite being left behind, that they are going to be rescued and they are going to be protected and God's will is going to manifest in Afghanistan. And now what has been happening is that we have been getting reports that Jesus himself has been revealing himself to pastors in Afghanistan, that he has been leading them and guiding them, don't go there, go here, or you'll get caught. And he has been showing them the way to go, showing them how to escape, how to avoid being captured. And they're experiencing the move of God to where now many Afghan pastors, they're getting their family out. And they're even saying, they're like, no, I'm not leaving here because God has given me a calling to stay behind. And I'm going to save as many Muslims as I can. So God is working in Afghanistan despite our political leaders. And now we know that many private citizens and veterans and former military are also getting involved in personally going in there and rescuing American citizens despite interference from our government, despite our wicked leaders. God is putting on the hearts of people to act and to be put into action. And understand more things are going to be exposed, more things are going to be revealed, and God is going to be shown as holy, and God is going to be shown as powerful in the earth, and his will is going to manifest in Afghanistan. So when you pray for Afghanistan, 
when you pray for the Christians there and the Americans there, if you're going to pray out of fear, then I would tell you not to pray. Instead, we pray knowing that our God is all-powerful. We pray knowing that our God is capable of performing many miracles, signs, and wonders, and that God holds the heart of kings in his hands. So when we pray, we do not pray out of fear. Okay, because if we pray out of fear, you're going to cause more problems than you're going to cause help. But instead, we pray in power and authority, knowing the power that God in heaven has. Amen. And you might be thinking, yeah, well, it, there's such wickedness in the earth, and then there's such wickedness in Washington. Understand that this is the season where the tares and the wheat are going to reach their full maturity together. In Matthew chapter 13, starting with verse 24, Jesus put forth another parable to them saying, the kingdom of heaven is like this. It is like a man who sowed good seed in his field, but while men slept, his enemy came and sowed tares among the wheat and went his way. But when the grain had sprouted and produced a crop, Then the tares also appeared. So the servant of the owner came and said to him, Sir, did you not sow good seed in your field? How then does it have tares? He said to them, An enemy has done this. The servant said to him, Do you want us then to go and gather them up? But he said, No, lest while you gather up the tares, you also uproot the wheat with them. Let both grow together until the harvest, and at the time of the harvest I will say to the reapers, First gather the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, then gather the wheat into my barn. This is what is going to be happening in this season. The tares, which are those corrupt, wicked roots, they are being grown to full maturity. But at the same time, the wheat, which is the good fruit, that's us, the body of Christ, are also supposed to grow to their full maturity. And the reason why God has not uprooted those tares is because he does not want to uproot the wheat, which is his church, along with them. Okay? So the only way the wicked gets dealt with is if the body of Christ, if we reach full maturity, we produce a good fruit and a good crop, right? We produce the fullness of the calling that God has for us, right? And as we reach the fullness of that, the wicked is going to be dealt with at the same time, okay? But God is waiting on us to step into the calling that he has for us, okay? This is why the scripture tells us, let the wicked continue to do wicked. Let the vile continue to do vile, But let the righteous continue to be righteous. So focus on the calling that God has for you. Focus on reaching the fullness of that calling, reaching the fullness of your obedience to God, because that is the only way that these tares get uprooted. That is the only way that these wicked roots come undone, is through us also reaching the fullness that God has for us. See, understand The reason the wicked haven't been dealt with, as it explains in this passage, is that he does not also want to uproot us along with it. He doesn't want us to be pulled up alongside those weeds. 
because that is what would have happened according to this parable. And that is why God in these past few weeks, he has been calling us to sanctification and holiness. That we need to be set apart from the world system. We need to be set apart from all sinfulness, from all wickedness, and be holy as God is also holy. In Deuteronomy chapter 23, verse 14, it says, For the Lord your God moves about in your camp to protect you and to deliver your enemies to you. Your camp must be holy so that he will not see among you anything indecent and turn away from you. Okay, You're going to be protected. Your enemies are going to be delivered to you, but you have to be holy, and our entire camp has to be holy. 1 Peter chapter 1, starting with verse 13. Therefore, with minds that are alert and fully sober, set your hope on the grace to be brought to you when Christ Jesus revealed at his coming. As obedient children, do not conform to the evil desires that you had when you lived in ignorance. But just as he who called you is holy, so be holy in all that you do, for it is written, Be holy because I am holy. 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. But you, a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Okay, so here I've shown you multiple scriptures where God is calling us to holiness. And understand, in order to wage spiritual warfare, we have to be sanctified. And in order to inhabit the land that God has for us, we have to be sanctified and holy. You see, when the Israelites were preparing to go into the promised land, they were on the other side of the Jordan River. And understand, as soon as they crossed that Jordan River, they were going to engage in warfare. There were giants. There were fortified cities like Jericho. There were numerous wicked kings with armies and chariots that they were going to have to drive out to establish this nation that God had destined the people of God to establish. Okay? Right now, we are on the other side of that Jordan River. God wants us to step across and begin to engage in a holy warfare. Okay? Spiritual warfare. But the nations that we are going to fight, they're not going to be like physical nations. They're going to be like the nations that exist in the arts and entertainment industry, like the Disneys, like the Universal Studios, or the nations that exist in the tech industry, like the Facebooks and the Googles, okay? Once we are holy and sanctified and we're stepping into the fullness of our obedience, people in the body of Christ are going to be called to engage in warfare against these nations. And there is going to be a transfer of influence and affluence and resources from the wicked nations to God's righteous people. Okay, and that's exactly what happened in the promised land. In the land of Canaan, all the Canaanites and all these people, they had all these pagan gods, they had all these kingdoms, they were all driven out by the people of God led under Joshua. Okay, so entering the promised land is not the finished, that's not the ending of the story, that's the beginning of spiritual warfare. And we have to be holy and blameless so that we can step into it and that we have no weaknesses, we have nothing that the enemy can target. 
Okay, that's what's so important. That is why God has continually been calling us to holiness and to sanctify our hearts, make everything right before God, and really building that personal relationship with Him. Now, as the Israelites, as they were preparing to go forth, they were going to cross the Jordan River, Joshua said, and he addressed all the people, he said, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do miraculous and amazing things in your sight. Okay? See, the sanctification comes first. The holiness comes first. Okay? So God has called us to continue to sanctify ourselves. And you have to ask him, God, anything in my life that is not pleasing to you, reveal it to me so that I can deal with it. God, anything in my life that is not in a perfect alignment with your will, show me and I will make it right. Okay? And start doing that on a continual basis. And and not only that, we can start asking God to lead us in everything that we do. Because if we're going to engage in spiritual warfare against these modern-day giants, we're going to need direction from God. Because we can't wage war against them in the natural. We can't defeat them according to our own understanding. It's only going to be through the supernatural and through obeying God, okay? And the supernatural will come forth by our faith and obedience. Because in the case of the city of Jericho, the Israelites, they received divine instructions through an angel of God that appeared before Joshua. And the instruction was, right, march around this city for seven days. It wasn't to gather siege weapons. It wasn't to prepare to wage war, prepare to scale these walls. It was just to walk around the city for seven days. And on the seventh day, you're going to shout and you're going to sing and you're going to play some music. Okay. This is an instruction that doesn't make any sense. But when they obeyed God, he knocked those walls down for them. Okay. That is how the body of Christ is spiritual warfare. So the modern day giants, the Facebooks, the Googles, the Disneys, their influence is going to be taken from them and given to people who can be trusted with it, who will produce good fruits. But God is not going to give the body of Christ anything that they can't handle. He is not going to give you anything that you can't handle. And let's face it, you can't handle that kind of power right now. You can't handle that kind of responsibility right now. So let's prove to God. Let's begin proving God with our obedience in the little that he's given us right now. Because if we prove ourselves faithful in little, then we will be proven as faithful in much. Okay, so before the Israelites could cross over the Jordan River, and we know that God stopped the waters and they crossed over like on dry land, they had to sanctify themselves. Okay, we have to continue to sanctify ourselves so that God can deal with the wicked, okay? He is holding back judgment because of mercy for the body of Christ. Because too many people in the body of Christ have been intermingled with the world's ways of doing things, still have sins that have been unconfessed, still have compromises that we haven't dealt with, still have things that we're putting above God and his ways of doing things. Because, and this is especially important for those that are called as spiritual leaders, we have to treat God as holy. And he is going to be proven as holy in the sight of all the world. 
You see, because even Moses, who spoke to God face to face as one did a friend, he was still expected to treat God as a holy in front of all the people. In the scripture, when God the first time tells Moses to bring forth water of the rock, God instructed him to strike the rock. He said, use this specific staff and strike it. And water came forth out of the rock, and the Israelites were able to drink. But in Numbers chapter 20, when God tells Moses to bring water out of the rock, but he tells him this time to speak to the rock. But Moses, when he addresses the people, he yells at them. He said, how long will you foolish people continue to murmur amongst yourselves, right? And then he struck the rock in their presence, and, and water flowed forth. Because of this disobedience, and it seems like such a small thing, and it is also such a small thing that it's the kind of thing that spiritual leaders of today will become presumptuous. Oh, well, God did it this way in the past, right? God told me to strike it before, and it worked, so I'm going to strike it again, right? Because this is how we did it in the past, right? This kind of presumptuousness has to be done away with in the body of Christ. So Moses struck the rock, And in Numbers chapter 20, verse 12, it says, But the Lord said to Moses and Aaron, Because you did not trust me enough to honor me as holy in the sight of the Israelites, you will not bring this community into the land I give them. Even to Moses, God had to show himself as holy because Moses disobeyed him. Okay, so there's not any room in the body of Christ amongst our spiritual leaders amongst those of us that are called to the transfer of wealth, influence, and affluence, those that are called to leadership, there is not room for any of us to disobey the word of the Lord, especially if you're in the presence of others. And the truth is, is that those that treat God as holy, it is through what we do when nobody's looking that is going to decide how far we go. Because if in the small things, when God is not, when we are not seen by anybody, if we're disobeying God, eventually we're going to do the same in the presence of people. So I encourage you now, think about those things that you do when nobody's looking, and think about how you can make them holy and just before God. Because even Moses, through that one disobedience, he didn't enter the promised land. So I want to, I want to read over this uh, passage in 1 Peter chapter 2, verse 9. For you are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, his own special people, that you may proclaim the praises of him who called you out of darkness into his marvelous light. Okay, God is now calling the body of Christ to greater things. Okay, and what's going on in Afghanistan is just the beginning of many things that are beginning to unfold throughout the world. Many things and many more things are going to break forth. And many things that were hidden away in dark places are going to be brought to the light. But despite this, we do not act in fear. We do not shy away from the calling of God. But use this as a reminder. These are the things that are at stake, okay? Our obedience to God will decide the fate 
of people in Afghanistan and all throughout the world. Because he really wants to uproot the wickedness in Washington, D.C. and nations around the world. And through our obedience and our faith, we can see the nations transformed. Just remember that there was only a couple hundred, 120 in the upper room, that obeyed the instruction of God. Okay? Not everybody that received Jesus' instruction tarry in Jerusalem until you are endued with power. Not everyone stuck around. But those that did, they received the Holy Spirit and they turned the entire world upside down. So understand, even in this day, it only takes the complete obedience and faith of a few of us that are going to pursue God and obey Him and we can transform this nation and nations all around the world. Because I still believe that the best days of the United States of America are ahead of us. They are not behind us. I still believe that God purposes to manifest the most righteous government that this nation has ever seen. And I still believe that we are going to see revival and a move of God the likes of which has never been seen in the history of the church. And if you believe that, then it's through your faith and obedience that you can be a part of manifesting it here in the earth. And let me tell you that as we do that and as we obey, the future generations of this earth, they are going to thank us for our obedience because we will have blazed the trail for them and we'll take part in restoring the ruins of generations. Okay? Too many people have been lost. Too many people are wandering without a purpose, without knowing the truth of our Lord Jesus Christ. But we can be a part in bringing this nation back to God. Amen. Now we're running out of time, but before we go, I want to say a quick prayer with you. So dear Heavenly Father God, I thank you, Lord. For all of those who are hearing the sound of my voice, God, I pray, Lord, that they would hear the words that have been spoken this week, Lord, that they would hear this call to holiness and sanctification, God, and that they would make right every area of their life, God. Reveal to us, Lord, those things in our lives that are not pleasing to you, God. And I pray, God, that you would convict us of them, Lord, so that we can make corrections, God. And show us, Lord, I thank you, God, that you would give each of them wisdom, Lord, wisdom in business, wisdom in finances, God, wisdom in their day-to-day dealings, Lord, in Jesus' name. I call forth, Lord, the inventors, the financiers, the artists, Lord, the writers, Lord, in Jesus' name, that are going to be instrumental, Lord, in transforming the industries of this nation and the world, Lord. And I thank you, God, that they are not going to turn to the right or to the left. They are not going to hearken to the voice of a stranger, Lord. But I thank you, God, that they will hear your voice and know it, Lord. And I thank you, God, for giving them healing hands, Lord, in Jesus' name, that they will walk in health and wellness, Lord, and begin to experience the supernatural in their life, God. I pray, God, that they would get such a fire, Lord, to pursue you in your presence, God, that they would draw near to you, Lord, and that you will draw near 
back to them, Lord, in Jesus' name. We thank you, God, for all these things. And I thank you, God, that we are going to see more miracles come out of Afghanistan, Lord. We are going to see more Muslims saved, Lord, in Jesus' name. And we are going to see even unexpected miracles, signs, and wonders all across this nation and throughout the nations, God, in Jesus' name. Amen. So I want to thank you so much for tuning in. We are about out of time, but as always, if this broadcast blessed you, I encourage you to go to our website, SOGMI.org. Again, that is SOGMI.org, and you can click on teachings, then podcasts, and you can listen to previous episodes of this broadcast whenever you want. We're also on Spotify. We're also on Apple Podcasts. You just search for the prophetic voice of our time, and you can subscribe and get new episodes every single week. And as always, we are supported by listeners just like you. And if you were touched by this ministry, then I encourage you to visit our website, SOGMI.org, and hit the donate button. Again, that is SOGMI.org, and hit the donate button. Thank you so much for tuning in. My name is Pastor Joshua Sasso, and you've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. Until next time, God bless you. Thanks for tuning in. You've been listening to the prophetic voice of our time. We really hope you were blessed by today's episode. And if you were, we want to hear from you. You can call us at 210-695-1630. Or you can email us at sogmi at outlook.com. That's S-O-G-M-I at outlook.com. And we really encourage you to visit our website, sogmi.org. That is S-O-G-M-I.org. That's where you can listen to previous episodes of this podcast and even support this podcast. We're supported by listeners just like you. So if you want to support this ministry, you can go to SOGMI.org and hit the donate button. You can also send a check to P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. Again, that is P.O. Box 1579, Lotus, Texas, 78023. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.